News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. In Hong Kong, I'm Brian Curtis. Former President Donald Trump has won the New Hampshire primary. With more than 50 percent of the vote counted, Trump is leading Nikki Haley by about 10 percentage points. We heard earlier from Nikki Haley. Most Americans do not want a rematch between Biden and Trump. The first party to retire its 80-year-old candidate is going to be the party that wins this election. And I think it should be the Republicans that win this election. Republican challenger Nikki Haley. President Trump spoke after his win. She doesn't win this. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. Former President Donald Trump. Meantime, President Joe Biden said he's open to massive changes in border policy, including to asylum laws, in order to secure a Ukraine aid deal. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre is calling on House Republicans to come to the table for negotiations. I think we have proven, Republicans in the Senate and Democrats in the Senate, have proven that we actually want to work on this issue, uh, on this broken system. And so, look, if they are real about this, if they want to fix this problem, then they would get involved. Corinne Jean-Pierre, while congressional Republicans are demanding a crackdown on migration in exchange for supporting a $110 billion package that includes funding for both Ukraine and Israel. Meantime, U.S. and U.K. forces carried out another round of strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. John Kirby shared details of the mission. These self-defense strikes targeted missile systems and launchers, unmanned aerial and surface vessels, storage facilities, fighter aircraft, helicopters, and attack boats, all with the goal of further degrading the Houthis' ability to conduct further attacks on ships in the Red Sea. Kirby says initial reports from the Pentagon indicate that all of the targets were hit. Turkey's parliament has approved Sweden's entry to NATO after months of deliberations. Hungary is now the lone holdout to enlarging the alliance. The Turkish vote was 287 to 55 to accept Sweden's application. The document now goes to President Recep Tayyip Erdogan to be signed. Erdogan has already backed Sweden's membership and is widely expected to sign. Sweden decided back in 2022 that entering the alliance would be the best way to deter any aggression from Russia following its invasion of Ukraine. In other news, an embattled senator facing bribery charges claims the FBI misled a judge to obtain search warrants in the case against him. Bloomberg Steve Rappaport has more. In a motion to throw out evidence, lawyers for Senator Bob Menendez argue the FBI mischaracterized a conversation in Arabic with a confidential source to justify searching the New Jersey Democrats' home. Agents seized half a million dollars in cash and 13 gold bars from Menendez's home. The senator also alleges agents ransacked his belongings in the process, causing extensive damage. Prosecutors accuse Menendez, his wife, and an Egyptian-American businessman of conspiring to act as agents of Egypt. They've all pleaded not guilty, and Menendez refuses to resign, despite calls from fellow Democrats to step down. Steve Rappaport, Bloomberg Radio. Netflix says it signed up more than 13 million new customers in the final three months of 2023. It's the best quarter for the company since the early days of the pandemic. Bloomberg's Gita Ranganathan says Netflix continues to be profitable. What we've really been concerned about across the media landscape for all of these streamers is the lack of profitability. Netflix, of course, is the only one that's profitable. 
their operating margin getting even higher and higher, just telling us that not only are they able to pull a lot of levers when it comes to monetization of their existing base, getting newer subscribers on board, but then also showing extreme discipline when it comes to content costs. Netflix says it will not add as many customers in early 2024, but it says that won't hurt sales growth as it continues to raise prices. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.